It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Hello, it's Sigrid. In the last two episodes, I announced that things are about to change. From now on, uh, the episodes I release here will no longer have the bells and whistles. I know it might be disappointing because um, from now on, on this free feed, um, the podcast will basically mostly be voice only. And that's not what you're used to. <laughs> I get that. I just hope that you trust me that this is what I need to do to give this a podcast a chance uh, to survive. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Connection Revealed, Part 30. September 23rd, 2063. Monique Biden Hospital, San Francisco, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province. 6.30 a.m. Local Time. took in a deep breath before entering the room. There was a lot at stake and she wasn't sure her plan would work. But before she could push open the door, a voice rung through the hallways. Eleanor! Elle froze and let go of the door handle. Madam President, Ellen, the Secretary of Defense, said loudly. A moment, please. Ellen, Elle replied defensively. What was her secretary doing here? And why was she addressing Elle as if they were alone? This was a hospital and there were people and guards everywhere. I heard what happened, Ellen said, nodding in the direction of a corner in the hallway. Elle joined her there, crossing her arms. Yes, I asked my team to brief you. The Secretary of Defense arched a skeptical eyebrow. Elle tilted her head. Ellen, you were informed as soon as it became clear that you should be involved. Bristling, Ellen retorted, I was already involved. We discussed this just hours before you decided to take yet another major security risk. You disregarded my advice again. Ellen, Al replied, I do get to make my own decisions. Your role in this is an advisory one. She had meant to sound firm, but it had come out harsher than intended. Wow, do you realize who you remind me of right now? Ellen said, her eyes narrowing. 
After these two enemy scientists have finally left our territory, I am resigning. What? El asked, more angry than startled. What are you talking about? I'm assuming you don't want me to accompany you into there? El's lips parted. Of course she didn't want the secretary to enter with her. Ellen smiled sadly and gestured towards the ceiling. This hospital was named after your aunt. The universe sure has a strange sense of humor. Confused, Elle stared at her secretary of defense. What did any of this have to do with Elle's aunt, Monique Biden? But before Elle could say anything, the secretary pivoted and walked away. Elle watched the older woman walk down the hallway without looking back even once. She knew she should be angry, but instead, Elle felt very, very small. September 23rd, 2063. Monique Biden Hospital, San Francisco. Fire Blue Territory, North American Province. 6.45 a.m. local time. Michelle struggled to think. She wanted to put into words what she was feeling, but she couldn't. But she did understand one thing. She was a different person. It was as if there were two versions of Michelle. One before this morning and one after. She had always laughed at people who claimed to have changed profoundly. She never believed people could truly change. You were born a winner or a loser, and that was that. Yet Michelle was sure something deep inside her had shifted. She glanced down at Jade, who lay in her arms still breathing fast. Jade's hand rested on Michelle's chest, her cheek on Michelle's shoulder. A few stray strands of Jade's beautiful hair tickled Michelle's nose, but she dared not move to brush them away. Doing so would break the spell she was under, and strangely enough, Michelle liked being under it. Watching Jade experience pleasure during their encounter, which Michelle could never call making love, absolutely blew her mind. She had never seen anyone give themselves so openly and freely to pleasure, especially in a hospital bed. A grin slowly spread across her lips. Wow, she thought. What the hell was that? The grin grew wider. <sighs> okay, I'm ready, Jade said breathlessly. Michelle glanced downward. Jade was looking up at her, smiling mischievously. Before Michelle could ask what she meant, Jade pushed herself up and kissed her passionately. Michelle's breath caught in surprise. As their kiss grew more intense, Jade began to whisper into Michelle's ear. Her breath was warm against Michelle's skin and the sound of her voice sent a wave of pleasure through her body. Oh, you are so beautiful, she breathed, 
raking her nails gently over the sensitive skin of Michelle's neck before pulling away slightly to look into Michelle's eyes. You make me feel things I've never felt before, Jade said. Michelle blinked. I, uh, she stammered uncertainly. I, I don't, you don't have to say anything, Jade smiled reassuringly. I don't expect anything from you. Huh. But I want you to know. Michelle frowned thoughtfully. She felt the same way, but she couldn't bring herself to say it. She had never told anyone something like that before. Maybe she hadn't changed that much after all. Jade stroked Michelle's forehead, running her thumb over the line between Michelle's eyebrows. Can I ask you something? She said. It's okay if you don't want to answer. What? Michelle replied, dread in her chest growing. Why are you so angry? Jade asked after a long moment. Angry? Michelle repeated slowly. Jade didn't explain further, but kept rubbing the spot between Michelle's eyes. Michelle closed her eyes as she considered the question. Part of her was indeed angry at Jade for asking it. Reality had already caught up with them, it seemed. Was this all the bliss Michelle would ever get? She didn't think she could ever find her way back to it. I think I was told to be that way, Michelle finally said reluctantly, her voice sounding foreign to herself. Jade's thumb paused. By the military? Michelle slowly shook her head. No. Silence fell again, giving Michelle time to push down a wave of emotions that was coursing through her body. Anger, sadness, and regret mixed into what felt like a tornado inside her. I'm, I'm not good at this, Michelle said, still struggling. Jade didn't reply, but resumed stroking Michelle's forehead. Her touch was both a relief and a reminder of Michelle's inability to express herself. She felt stuck and lost inside her own head. Then Michelle suddenly blurted out something she had not seen coming. Do you think I'm a bad person? Before Jade could answer, Michelle added, No, don't answer that. I know I'm a bad person. I mean, it's my thing, isn't it? She laughed bitterly. <laughs> I don't know who you really are, Jade said quietly after a few moments but I know what I feel when I'm with you. Michelle met Jade's gaze. Jade pursed her lips. And I don't think I'd feel this way if you were a horrible person. Horrible person? Michelle asked seriously. Why was Jade using that word? Is that what she thought of her? A horrible person instead of just a bad one? Come on, admit it. You thought I was a horrible person. Jade replied with a kind smile. Michelle blinked again. Yes, she said. I did. I thought you were. She paused, looking for the right word. Awful. Yes, Jade smiled. Ah, oh, you made my life so much more difficult. You took away what I loved most about my work. Nodding, Michelle looked down into Jade's brown eyes again. This is the worst pillow talk I've ever had, 
she said dryly. Jade's laugh was so sudden and loud it startled Michelle, but it was also so genuine that soon they were both laughing together. <sighs> You're funnier than I thought you'd be, Jade sighed. I don't think anyone would describe me as funny, Michelle said immediately, frowning. <laughs> but you are, Jade replied with a happy sigh. Maybe, Michelle said reluctantly. She wasn't even sure if she wanted to think of herself as funny. I no longer think you're awful, by the way, Jade whispered, running her hand through Michelle's hair. It was an intimate gesture, and Michelle stiffened. But I'm always angry, she said. Jade seemed to sense Michelle's growing discomfort and leaned back a little. Are you? Michelle considered the question again. The heavy feeling in her chest grew more intense. I guess I am, she finally said. I like being angry. Jade smiled. Me too. Michelle's eyes snapped back to Jade's. You do? Jade smiled and nodded slowly. Takes one to know one, right? I love being angry at people. And I'm always angry at the military. I'm angry at my boss. Of course, I was super angry at you. And I'm so, so angry at... She stopped. Michelle waited. Jade averted her gaze and started to fidget with the wedding band on her finger. Michelle only noticed it because she had looked at Jade's hand coincidentally. Or maybe instinctively. She realized then that she barely knew anything about Jade. Michelle didn't know if Jade was married, for example. But it was an option. Did she unknowingly play a part in Jade cheating on someone? That thought troubled Michelle. And it bothered her that it troubled her. Would she have cared in the past? Somehow, Jade had knocked down some barriers that Michelle had previously protected with everything she had. Michelle thought of Louise all of a sudden. Was this how Louise had ended up betraying everything she stood for? By being locked up and placed under immense pressure in rebel territory? Was that what had happened? Michelle blinked a few times. The bliss was gone for sure but she still felt different. Never before had she come close to understanding how Louise could have fallen for Eleanor Lucas. Until now. Now, Michelle found herself in a situation that she never imagined she would allow herself to end up in. And things weren't about to get better, she sensed. In fact, they'd probably only get worse. It's Louise, isn't it? Jade asked startling Michelle once more. Louise makes you angry. This was part 30 of Connection Revealed. Thank you so much to everyone who has supported the podcast as it was over the years uh, or has signed up for Patreon. Legacy patrons, by the way, you do keep your perks. You will have access to the fully produced episodes. But on this feed, this free feed, it will now um, be mostly voice only. All right, that is all for this episode. That was all for this chapter, this long chapter of The Lesbian Romantic. 
And I hope, I really do hope, and I believe in it, that a new chapter will help the lesbian romantic survive. And I hope to see you in the theater with those 99 other people. And I want to create something special for you. Um, there are about uh, 70 seats still available at the at the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the hub of all my creations from now on. And it's a very special place with only 100 seats for the super fans of my work. And I want to create something very special, something very personal for you. So I will, I hope that you will, uh, will join me there. Find out more about it at, nope at patreon.com slash lesbianromantic. That is p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com, patreon.com slash lesbianromantic. All right, that is all for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you soon.